Real Talk Podcast special episode, Nakobe Dean, Eagles linebacker. Thank y'all so much for the constant support, and I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. What's good, y'all? What's good, Real Talk squad? This is Miles, and you're listening to Real Talk of Miles Johnson, where you know I always keep it real. Right here, we got a special guest on Real Talk with MJ, Kobe Dean, linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles, national champion with the Georgia Bulldog. Man, how's it, how's it feeling, man? Happy to have you on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Everything going well, you know. Just in school right now, taking a couple classes, so. Yeah. 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 So you was just, yeah. So you was just telling me about that. So this is your first time, you know, cause you didn't, uh, in this, in the fall semester, you weren't taking class. So this is your first, you know, semester taking, you know, spring classes. So how was that balance? Uh, it ain't been too bad. It ain't been too bad. It's just, you know, getting back to the swing of things after taking a year off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ain't been too bad. I'm only taking six hours. So, I'm gonna knock. I'm gonna knock a little bit out at a time till I can just finish. But I told my mom I was gonna finish. Uh, I always wanted to finish anyway, so I'm gonna get that. And your major is mechanical engineering. Oh yeah, mechanical engineering. Yeah. So what was uh, you know, behind that choice to you know pursue that? Uh, it was just growing up. You know, my mom used to take me out to the VA. You know, my mom a, a veteran. You take me out to the VA. I see all the veterans, all the some some losing limbs and everything, and, and I kind of that kind of came back to me when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do when I got to college. You know, I wanted to like design and like build prosthetics, and I was going mm-hmm. um, I was going to go like the, uh, the the med school route at first, but then I ain't really like chemistry like that. <laughs> so yeah. I was like I was like yeah, but I do like engineering, do like math and science and things like that. Then you know through engineering, I just found love for Di- different other things like as far as the businesses behind the the projects that they, they get put in you know like engineering is almost anything that comes around here as far as the food you make it can be like agricultural engineering or or the microphone you're speaking into so little yeah. things like that and it just kind of interests me in whole so that's why i chose it definitely definitely well Want to get right into it, you know, fresh off, you know, Super Bowl, uh, you know, came down to the bitter end, last second field goal. But uh, you just walk us through just what it felt like to go on that ride. Eagles, number one seed, you know, yeah. clinch the NFC conference, head to the Super Bowl in Arizona. Just, you know, walk us through just how that full year as a rookie on the Eagles felt. I mean, first of all, it's, you know, it's a blessing, you know, just being in that position, uh, you know, being in, in the NFL, being able to play the game that you love at such a high level and be successful at it, you know. Uh, as far as, you know, the team success we had this season, it, it was great. You know, Philly City second and nine when they when the team winning, the team uh, making it to a place like the uh, like Super Bowl and things like that. So, you know, the fans was always crazy this whole season. They did a great job supporting us throughout the whole season. Uh, me personally, it, it felt like it was it was definitely a blessing. It was definitely a blessing just being able to travel as much as I did, uh, and you know just playing the game at the high level. You know, uh, it, thinking about 
getting to the pinnacle of the sport that you've been playing for so long since your whole life. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. You know, it's the championship of the of the of the, the best football players in the world. Yep. So it's like just being able to be there, you know, it definitely felt like a blessing and experience that was, that was second to none. And, you know, this is coming right off, you know, winning the national championship yep. with Georgia. So, like, how did yep. it feel being the number one seed in the NFL, reaching the Super Bowl after the year before, doing the same thing at the highest level, you know, yeah. in college? I mean, it felt good. It felt great, you know. Uh, it, it gave me that sense of not wanting to, not settling for nothing less, you know. It's not <clears throat> I always wanting to be great. I always wanted to win. Uh, and that, and that's, the, that's the biggest thing when it comes down to it is winning games and trying to win championships and getting there. So, uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't expect us to to go to the Super Bowl and, and, and actually win the Super Bowl as far as my expectations for the team that I had going into the year. So I wouldn't be I wasn't surprised that we was in the position that we was in just because I know the type of work we put in. I know the type of guys we had. And I know the type of uh, type of ball that we played throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And how is it like playing in Philly? Uh, have first off, have you ever? Been in Philly like prior to uh, getting drafted, so yeah, talk about you know just getting drafted, you know, Philly West like playing in Philly, you know, all of that. Yeah, so I'm being honest, when I got drafted, that was the last thing I was thinking about, like the the place, the place yeah. I got drafted to is more so like more so the team and the organization and who I'm be playing with, things like that. Then it was like, all right, I get out to Philly. It's really the farthest north I really been at the at the moment. Before I had went to New, you know, New York and New Jersey, then, but it was like, I mean, it's north. I'm used to being down south. Grew up, born and raised, well, born in Memphis, grew up in Mississippi, went to Georgia, so I'm used to being down south. And then I get to up north, uh, everything moving a little bit more fast. I'm in the city. I ain't never, I ain't never lived in the city before, so it was definitely an adjustment, you know, just with the people, the different culture and everything, but. Uh, definitely when I got just to it, I loved it. I mean, I love it. Uh, I still don't prefer living in the city, so I can I can I can move out if I wanted to. So I, that ain't no um, no big deal. But uh, I definitely love just being out there. Love the culture, the people, uh, and everything like that. So you you ever had a, a cheesesteak? Yeah, cheese yeah, I had a few. I had a few. Where at though? Where at? You know, you got you got Larry's from West Philly. You got Gems. It's Cabibbles. We got you know Max's. Which yeah. One? So, uh, my favorite one when I first got there was Gems. Yeah, Gems. <laughs> I had Gems, but Gems, you know, on South Street, Gems burnt down. Mm-hmm. Gems had burnt down, so it was like, I had, to be honest, I ain't had, I ain't really had one from there. But the, my two. My two favorite ones was uh, I got one from Jim's and I got one from like a little poppy store around the corner. Mm, so, yeah, them the, them the best two. Yeah, but, no, I was about to say, because like being from Philly, like I'll tell, I'm at Morehouse, you know, you got people from New York, everywhere, yeah. Chicago, my friends. So tell them the best place, really, like the poppy store, you know, you get it for like $5, a little, you know, a little cheesesteak, you know, do it right. It'll do it right. Uh, I want to shift right to uh, you being a star yeah. at Georgia, 
to now, you know, on the Eagles, you know, playing behind, you know, TJ Edwards and Kaiser White. So, like, yeah. just how, to, like, mentally, like, you know, as an athlete, you're everyone at the in the NFL, mm-hmm. they've been like the man. They've been the man in middle school, been the man in high school, been the man in college. Um, and so now you're shifted to a road to where you're behind TJ Edwards and Kaiser White, both vets in this league. So just how is that, you know, learn from them, uh, but also having to uh I guess, you know, take like a step back in your role from college yeah. to the NFL. I mean, it ain't yeah, I feel like it ain't no different from me going when I first got to high school, you know, you had to take that stepping stone the same way as college, you had to take that stepping stone, you know, in the league. It should happen more fast just because everybody professional and everything. So me getting there was no problem with me, uh as far as accepting my role and taking my position, just being the best at it. You know, just being the best at what I can do uh, for the team, you know, whatever I can do for the team to help and win, you know. And everything I took was just learning, learning. I'm learning from I'm learning from everybody, not just from what they're telling me, but how they act, how they play, everything. I'm, I'm taking every mental note and everything down that anything that can, I feel like can, can prepare me to be a better version of myself on and off the field. So, you yeah. know, I, t- I took it as a big learning experience, and I felt like I learned a lot. That's what's up. And you, know, you talked about that locker room. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, who mm-hmm. – a couple of guys in that locker room that, you know, they really, like, you know, showed you the ropes, you know, yeah. uh, you know gave you that, you know – gave you that you know some like you know showed you some love when you first you know got in, in the league you know who were who were some of those guys you know we had a lot of old heads in the locker room Fletcher <laughs> Cox had BG uh and mid-season we ended up getting Linval Joseph we ended up getting uh the Dominican Sioux mm-hmm. uh, uh Slay all them boys really to be honest we, had, we I feel like we had a great team as far as the leadership on our team old heads and in connection on our team it wasn't nobody who i felt like felt like they was so much above everybody else where they couldn't help nobody out you know so i feel like that meshed well with the the connection that we had as a team you know it helped us it helped us get as far as we did just because we were so we was as connected as we were Mm, definitely i want to ask too about your relationship, you know, with Jordan Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your teammate, uh, Georgia. I know he gets picked in the first round. You get picked in the third. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about y'all's relationship, you know, trying to transition from college to, you know, uh, NFL. That was my guy. You know, that was my, that was my, uh, that was my brother. You know, just being able to go through the whole experience with him. You know, being in college for two years with him, and you know us. Starting off college, me seeing him in college, you know, we just dreaming about being in the position that we was in, uh, being in Super Bowl and just being in the NFL on the team and being able to go through that together with somebody that that you know that you knew beforehand and had the same dreams of doing it. It's just it's just a great feeling, you know. It's a blessing because then you know you get to Philly, like I said, me and him from down south, like we don't really be up north for real, and for us just to to be there and have each other to, to talk to and, and have already had that media trust to be able to talk to and just uh, vent anytime anything was going on on the field, off the field, 
and not feeling like you was alone, they, they helped you a long way. You know, they took us a long way. And I feel like us being on the Eagles together only made us closer, only made yeah. us closer as brothers, only made us closer as teammates and uh, as friends. Yeah, you talked about, you know, that trust, that bond y'all had to lean on each other. Uh, no, no days after, you know, clinching the number one seat, uh, you know, tragic event happened uh, mm-hmm. with, you know, your former teammate, uh, Devin Wilcock, you know, staff member, uh, yeah. you know, Chandler LaCroix, uh, you know, died in a car crash. Uh, you talk about how, you know, you leaned on you know, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis leaned on you, you know, during that hard time. And it's also, it was like, you know, highest to highs, kind of lowest to lows in like, yeah. you know, a shorter amount of time. 100%. It was like, you know, after the uh, after the incident, it was it, it was definitely unfortunate, and it, it definitely took us it took us back. You know, definitely for me, just because I had went to the national championship, and I had just seen you know just seen the two uh, the two people. So it was like for to, for me to just seeing them, and everybody was so happy and so thrilled for winning the second national championship, mm-hmm. and then to have that tragic event happen. It definitely took us back one. So you know. We definitely, you know, <clears throat> him being there, you know, we just kind of text each other when, it, when we first heard just because we was off and just kind of told each other we love each other, you know what I'm saying? And we kind of like put, when we seen each other, we kind of just like um, talked about it, you know, talked about our feelings, you know, because it, it definitely it, it definitely hit us differently just because we had a different relationship with the two, uh, with, the two with the two people. So it was like, you know, just being able there to be uh vulnerable in a sense mm-hmm. have somebody that you can trust that you can just talk to uh openly uh, be so readily available right there with you definitely uh thank you for that and you know you talked about uh, you uh being at that celebration when uh they when georgia beat tsu uh mm-hmm. to a t tcu uh talk about your that joy and pride yeah. that you have you know being that you played, you know, at, at Georgia, you know, yeah. supporting your guys, all that. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of pride in it. And me being from Georgia and everything, you know, uh, definitely knowing that I was part of the team that uh, from won the first national championship in, what, 41 years? Yep. But just being able to just being able to accomplish that, it was like I'm going to always be a Bulldog, a Georgia Bulldog. So it was like I got a lot of pride. In the locker room, I talk a lot of stuff about my team. I don't care. Uh, so anytime, anytime it's even a close game, they gonna um, they gonna they gonna be all in my ear, hounding me. If they think they gonna they gonna lose, they gonna be trying to bet me. And yeah. I'm gonna take, I'm, I'm accepting all bets because I just know the type of work we put in at Georgia, and I'm definitely uh, I'm proud to say that I played at the University of Georgia. So you know it. I, them winning another natty back to back like that, yeah, um, first time ever in school history. You know, it felt great. It felt great. I felt very proud of them guys. You know, because now you seen guys that was uh, either who came in with you win another one, or guys who was under you uh, step up into bigger roles and be able to win another one, keep the legacy going at University of Georgia. It was like, man, that's a, it was a great feeling for yeah. me and for them. It's great, like. Even being at Morehouse in Atlanta, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you I'm right down the street from the Mercedes Benz Stadium, so these games are packed, they're live, they're jumping. Yeah. Uh, and 
it's crazy that you got you no know, uh school as good as georgia you know mm-hmm. playing like down the street uh in itself so could you uh talk us through that like winning culture that yeah uh that georgia represents and you know what you learn as a college athlete that you know translated to your your work ethic to your mindset at the uh at the professional level yeah you know uh i feel like as far as college college taught, really taught you a lot of mental as far as football it taught you a lot of mental and physical toughness you know and for, for me it taught me a lot of mental and physical toughness just being in college period but you know being a uh being a football player um majoring in engineering pledging going through covid all that while i was in college it was like you know it made you kind of you know mentally and physically tough like you you can possibly go through anything like you know help me be able to manage my time and make sure my business took care of before uh before i get into anything that that don't matter you know my mom used to always say uh business before bs so you know everything fell under bs that was business you know that, that wasn't your responsibilities it wasn't the things that you was that you were supposed to do and mm-hmm. when i got to georgia it kind of just amplified my my mindset on that you know strengthen my beliefs and my mindset on uh hard work and uh what you can get out just what you can get out of yourself if you just work hard and continue to push and you know control what you can control yeah that's that's great stuff right there uh you know you the bros like myself oh yeah Ruh the bros Ruh. Ruh. uh so what what made you you know decide you no know, you want to be the bros you know uh mm-hmm. obviously like you know star after at uga um uh decide you know i, w- I want to be the bros so you know yeah so uh, i had uh you know i ain't really good. my pops wasn't in the crib when i grew up when my mama raised me my brother and my uh sister in the crib by myself like I, i'm good relation with my pops we seen him every year and everything so i ain't saying that he was dead beating them but uh i grew up in a single parent household so it was like um most of the my mom had a friend uncle Harold. He was a brother. He kind of was my the first father, first man that I seen. You know, as far as how with, with his wife and his kids, how to how a man's supposed to you know hold a household down. And I got to middle school. I had a um, had a basketball coach who was a brother. Bought his kids and uh, wife always around. So it was kind of the first time I seen uh, for months. I cause my family was uh, was heavily women led for the first time I seen man, you know, with families, you know, kind of handling their business from a closer standpoint than just from afar. So yeah. it was like, it, it was always stuck in my head that, that, to, to do that, you know, they kind of left a, you know, a burning impression in me. And of course, you know, my mama, auntie, cousins, they all read. So yeah, it was like, it was a brother, so it was nothing for me. Yeah. Uh, same way my <laughs> my pops my my pops the bros my okay. granddad the bros okay. uh my uncle he's a side chapter mm. um but those especially like my uncle and my dad like when i talk about you know you know role models you know guys that i look yeah. up to uh right. work ethic you know everything that they represent um i knew it was like you said it was the bros it was nothing uh exactly. I got when I got to Morehouse, uh, 
you know, I really love the fact that I have profiles like Michael McGirt, who's president yeah. of SGA, yeah. Yeah. but he's also, you know, lit, turned up, all that. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of profiles like that. So that like duality is something that yeah. on top of, you know, being a legacy, which meant a lot to me was like, you know, these brothers can, again, can turn yeah. up, but also can handle their business and have yeah. that like on and off switch that that definitely, you know, was something that yeah. was interesting to me. How did it feel to, uh, you know, you know, recently got some neos. How how it feel to uh, you know, saying uh, get some neos. Yeah, it, it felt great. You know, I wasn't, of course, I was doing the season, so I was up from Philly for most of the time. So, but uh, being here now, you know, being able to uh, get that better, that closer connection with them, felt great to get them neos. That was the first line we had since us. Yeah, twenty one. So uh, it felt great. It felt great to just have Neos and just have them around, you know. Man, we laughing at night actually. As soon as we get off here, I'm I'm gonna go meet them. We're gonna meet them downstairs outside. Yeah. We, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna get them boys, uh, we're gonna get them boys right. For sure. Uh if you you have what's the favorite place you road trip to? Favorite place I uh, man. I know you've been in the season and all that, so yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Cause when I was in college, we in in the summertime we hit the road i gotta say it's a little bit a little bit cliche coming from uh bz but i gotta say kk you know where's george i always have a good time out there with the uh yeah. with the kk brothers man oh for sure that's some great bros right there that was actually the first um the first uh a yard we um road trip to uh spring yeah. 2022 uh, mm -hmm. I th uh, that was that was funny, you know. <laughs> I got to yeah. you off block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I know about nah, it, it was, man. Yeah, for sure. Some good brothers right there. Uh, we want to shift it. Talk about you know uh, what was like the hardest learning curve from going from college to the NFL. Hardest learning curve. Uh, hardest learning curve. I say it, it dealt with most of off the field as far as you know you learn a new defense you learn you, it's different personalities you know different personalities different ways of thinking in the league uh it, it's definitely more of a business it's more politics in the league you know as expected with all the money that goes on you know through the league as far as big time contracts and you know um teams nfl teams are businesses so you know uh owners trying to run their business the best way they can. So it, it got to be politics. It got to be ran like a business. So that was, I feel like, was the biggest, I guess, I wouldn't say learning curve because I didn't really have to learn it other than just it kind of just find out as it happened. But just just learning that it's a business. Um, and, you know, it, it, can get, it can get a little bit political and little things like that, that everything don't always uh, – that everything kind of you know something can happen that 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 you might not think that is like kind of weird to you yeah. but you got to remember that because you because in your mind you're thinking okay it's this game that i've been playing my whole life you know and it's um just like when i was in college but it, it was it was a different story when you got to the league yeah i mean you talk about that like business mindset uh when you uh, got to league. Um, you know, was it an emphasis for you and like your, your family uh, to like, develop more of that like business mindset? Like, you know, 
I am an athlete. I do have to perform mm-hmm. on the field, but also like knowing like what goes on like off the field, you know, contracts and all that. Make, yeah. make an emphasis, you know, going into the league too, you know, and especially with, with NIL too. It like helps mm-hmm. athletes like you know realize their worth, realize that they're a brand and stuff like that. Realize yeah. that business. So you talk about just that, you know, that learning curve too. Uh, for me, you know, NIL. I feel like in having NIL my last semester of college kind of taught me that you know that you yourself are a brand uh and you can use yourself to and the brand that you give out can can and how people see you can can help you in certain situations when it comes to not only being the lead but like marketing deals and all things like that it's like if mm-hmm. i got a, if i got a brand that that shows me always going out pouring myself into the community giving back the kids and everything how uh they can help me in in all different type of ways even even if you don't you know don't so much care about how people look at you you know you when you when you go out in the community do things for the community it's more so it's more so for yourself you know that's kind of how you was raised just because when you start doing it you're gonna see like you ain't you you're gonna tell you you'll stop you'll stop long before you really start like helping the community out just because it's so much mm-hmm. to be able to give back to the kid to kids in the community or just you know do food drives and everything you know it takes a lot of time so uh, unless you're doing it for like uh, really out of the kindness of your heart um yeah so you know what i'm saying so um, but for me it was easy just because my mama had my mama had us doing all different type of community mm-hmm. service work growing up she had us. She worked with community affairs in Tunica County, in Mississippi. So it was like, anytime they had a community event, uh, as far as volunteer work in the community, she had us up early on a Saturday morning, uh, helping out with everybody else. So it was like always doing like little community service events, uh, feeding the homeless, mm-hmm. of course with tots, uh, going to the warehouses and packing toys for kids. I wasn't fortunate during Christmas time and everything like that. So uh, by the time I got to college and got to got to my really my last year of college in, in, in the league, it's just kind of like uh, it, it's kind of already was in me to want to give back to the community. Did some things in Athens. I'm doing some things in, in Philly now. Now that it's off season. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try to get back. You know, have a camp back in Mississippi and things like that. You know, give back in Mississippi and things like that too. So. You know, just continue to pour myself to my community. Yeah, uh, you talk about the importance of you know giving back to the community, mm-hmm. importance of using your platform, you know, to help you know those aren't as privileged, you know, as fortunate right. as you. Right. Uh, for me, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's in me. You know, when I go back, I I think about it as like growing up when I was in when I was in Horn Lake, Mississippi. That's where I'm from. Like who did I have to really look up to as far as oh who he's somebody that I want to be when I grow up and me personally I don't know because I was stubborn and I wasn't like I didn't want to be like nobody but yeah. I really didn't have nobody where I was like I want to be like him no matter how great that was I wanted to be better so that's kind of how I, that's kind of how I looked at everybody looked at everything like I want to be better than him my mindset. Uh, I, I won't say I was competing against them. I was competing with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I was competing to be the absolute 
uh, best version of myself, you know, and I feel like that's greatness to me. If I yeah. can't, if, if this the best I can do, and then I can't do no better, and then I left it all out there, then that's me. So uh, when I go back home and I try to tell kids, like, um, when, I, when, when I work out with them or something, or they out there work, see me working out, they want to just, you know, talk to me for a second. It's like I talk to them, and I, and I always at least say this, like, uh, I don't want y'all to be like me. You know, y'all probably look at me and be like, oh, you, because we ain't really had too many people go, Division one, then to the NFL from my high school. So, mm. it's like, like, yeah, I was in y'all's shoes growing up. I was, I was out here working out on the same uh, messed up field, just like y'all. But I don't want y'all to sit here and look at me and be like, man, I want to be like him. I want y'all to sit there and be like, I want y'all to be better than me. You know, I want y'all to be better than me. But I'm mm. no, I'm gonna make it hard because I'm still getting better every day. I'm still working every day to. Uh, to make myself be the most, the greatest version of myself. So that's kind of like, I just want to pour into the, the younger, the younger generation coming up, even though we, yeah. we ourselves are young, you know what I'm saying? But right. I want to, you know, just pour into the younger generation. And then when it comes to just giving back to the community and doing things like this, you know, I had like a couple food drives in Philly, um, had this, I had partnered with this, um, this organization that gave free dental and eye care to, to like students at some public schools. So we went around to a couple schools, did like pet rallies and everything to get them excited for that. So mm. it, was, it was just different things like that, just being able to give back to community. Definitely. I mean, uh, my dad, uh, he has his own church in Philly. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's Imagine Church. It's in uh, East Mount Airy. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you ever, you know, interested in like, you know, partnering up with the church, you know, help give, help, help give back, you know, food, mm -hmm. anything. Uh, toy drive, whatever. Uh, I can definitely hit you about that and get that's that it. rolling. Uh, also, want to shift this to, uh, you know, what, what did you learn from TJ Edwards and yeah. Isaiah White, and how was your experience playing, you know, behind them? Well, it was. I ain't gonna lie, it was a fun year. It was a fun year, one of the most fun years I had. I remember, kind of, uh, growing up, it was like, man, you ain't gonna have more fun than what you having. Uh, playing ball this year when I was in high school. Then got to college and I had a little bit more fun. And they said the mm -hmm. same thing in college because um, in the league it get more, it get less personable and get more a business like. But I had I, mean, I had a ball this year playing against uh, playing behind those guys. You know, just being able to learn and just meet the different personalities of those guys and where they play the game and just just seeing how unselfish a lot of those guys were in the league that for me was that was previously explained to me as uh, selfish you know what i'm saying everybody was yeah. selfish everybody was like when they said like mercenaries playing for themselves just kind of getting paid to just go out and just perform for themselves so it was like just being able to to be to be proven wrong in the sense had everybody who told me to be proven wrong in the sense i had a ball just playing behind them just learning little things more so off the field and on the field about how to move in the league them one of them being in the fourth year one of them being in the fifth year how to move in the league how to move tj being there for four years how to move in philly mm. um you know it, it just little things like that uh, uh that's great that's great and uh you know high roseman he got some decisions to make mm -hmm. uh you know, got some contracts coming up uh, but you no, know, it's it looks like 
you know, you'll be, you know, and you should, you know, get, you know, more, more of like, you know, substantial role uh, next year. Uh, and so I want to ask you, you know, how you feel coming in next season, uh, you know, and gain more of a gain more of, you know, a load. And, you know, I know this year you played a lot of, uh, you know, special teams, uh, but, uh, you know, how you feel about, you know, coming into your second year? So I feel great. You know, I was ready this year to play as much as I needed to play. If I had to step up and play the rest of the season, anytime I was ready to play every game. So like me being able to come in and next year, you know, like right now I'm in the all season, uh, working my tail off to to be best I can be during the uh, during the season. So um, I'm ready. I'm gonna be. I know I'm gonna show up for OTAs. Ready to show up to. Uh, count ready so i'm um, mm. just, just knowing working it and working to be ready yeah somebody in the chat says um i guess i mentioned howie they said pay Jalen whatever he's worth uh so speaking to Jalen hurts uh yeah. this is a guy that you know shout out to the brothers too uh yeah. but like you know he's a guy that i love love his leadership love the fact that last year uh you know the, the Eagles like pr- like projected to win maybe like three games. They get that mm-hmm. wild card spot. You know, go on that streak. You know, in December twenty twenty, coming to this year, uh, you know, really was doubted all year. Uh, continue to prove people wrong. Uh, clinch that number one seed. Uh, you talk about you know what Jalen means to y'all. You know, as y'all leader, as y'all quarterback. Yeah, man, Jalen mean a lot, man. Uh... <clears throat> If we wouldn't been in the position that we was in this season without him, you know, some the the, the strides he made from last season and this season is just great. Uh, his leadership was second to none, you know. Uh, and the, 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 and the, for me, I love the tip he played. Uh, he played with, you know, the tip on his shoulder that he played with because I feel like I always had a tip on my shoulder and I always will have one. Mm. And, and you know, I just love that the the chippiness and. The none caring that he he got, he don't care what nobody talking about uh-huh. about all the media saying that uh, how he wasn't gonna what he wasn't gonna do or how he couldn't do certain things or he not a premier quarterback and he didn't care, you know. And, and frankly, we didn't care. And it's always you. Get, I feel like you gotta have that attitude as far as not caring so much what what media say. Cause you, I mean, you care to the extent like you care to the point where like, yeah, I'm proving wrong, but they can't be your primary source of motivation. You know, it can't be your primary source of wanting to get better, is to just to prove somebody wrong. So it's like uh, him coming in and working in and doing what he was able to do this season was special. Great stuff, great stuff. Uh, what went? I'm gonna ask you, Flanley. What went wrong in the Super Bowl? What went wrong with defense? I mean, y'all watched it. Y'all watched the game, you know. Uh, MVP, the MVP got a little hot. He he kind of started picking apart the, the the defense, but yeah, it was a good game. You know, it came down to the wire. You know, uh, it was definitely like it, the game. A one game is not lost. A one a one play. So it was definitely mm-hmm. a lot of things that we could have done better as a as a whole on offense, on defense, on special teams, and, and all facets of the game, but. You know, uh, big ups to the T- Kansas City Chiefs being able to pull that off. But yeah, yeah, I definitely think that uh, you know, Jalen he played great. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, Nick Sirianni said it was the best game that you know he played. 
um, as a quarterback. I uh, also think, yeah, like you said, I was never the one to be like, oh, that one, you know, penalty on Bradbury was the mm-hmm. difference. I still think that yeah. uh, it was a lot of time. Uh, it was a lot. It was the kid. It was the punt return. Uh, you know, obviously, like that that turnover by Jalen, you know, didn't help either. But you no, know, it was multiple things that you know, uh, you know, contribute to the Chiefs winning. And credit to them, you know, they had a great mm-hmm. season. Patrick Mahomes, uh, MVP. You know, show why he, you know, is you know of that upper echelon and quarterbacks. Uh, but you know, want to ask some you know bonus questions, right? You got yeah. some. Uh, Fun questions. Uh, what's your uh, favorite music to listen to for a game? You that your favorite artist? Favorite. Uh, my favorite, of course, rap. You know, R and B, little R and B, little rap. You know, I start off, start the day off with a little R. Depending on what time the game is, you know, you start the day off with a little R and B. You don't want to just start off full speed ahead. I'll, you want to just start off with a little R and B, little. Uh, I like Lauren Hill. Uh, I like, you know, Rod Wave a little bit in the middle, but Rod, that's my favorite artist for real, so I'm going to bump him regardless. And yeah. then kind of close as close as the game, yeah, I turn up to a little bit more like Money Bad Yo, uh, Finesse Two Times, of course, Rod, Boosie. Yeah, so closer to get to the game, you got to turn up a little bit more. Yeah. And what's some of your favorite hobbies outside of football? Well, some of my favorite hobbies, I'd say – most of what I do is I'm either telling with, like telling with my friends. Uh, I don't really watch too much TV. Try to stay off my phone as much. Uh, I be trying to look up in like uh, business, little, little things for business. You know, I'm trying to get into business. Uh, I'm doing a couple things with my. I ain't gonna just speak on anything, but yeah, you know, a couple business, a couple business thing. I just opened up something with my my pops and everything like that. So I'm trying to find out as far as how to invest money. You know, trying to buy real estate and things like that because you know and of course uh, i'm working towards my degree so um even if i don't eventually have to use my degree directly as far as hopping into the uh, engineering field as an engineer i do plan on possibly investing into like a um an engineering company that, that possibly you know um design and build prosthetics mm. That's some great stuff. Again, kudos to you for you know continuing to you know be in school. Yeah. Um, you know, even oh, as like a professional athlete, you know, scholarship, scholarship, uh the show. But I really appreciate you for your time. Mm-hmm. Uh no, I uh no toes. Actually, shout out to my line brother, um, Ethan Gasson, because when we were at the uh little kickback that you know, you know, that I seen you at uh he pointed you out uh, to me. He was like, you know, that's the Kobe Dean right there, Eagles linebacker. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, let me uh, let me go say what's up. And so, again, appreciate you for, you know, accepting the invitation. Yeah. I do the brush. So, so, yeah, man, uh, really appreciate you. For all y'all that that's watching, this is Real Talk with MJ, where y'all know I always keep it real. We out, y'all. Preach, my love.